Hello, welcome to the Local Artisan Collective podcast, a monthly podcast devoted to all things going on at the Local Artisan Collective. And this podcast will have interviews, we'll talk about upcoming events, we'll meet some of our local artists, and just generally give you a chance to get to know us. Here are your hosts, Stephanie Howerton and Jenny Rossen de Venegas. everyone and welcome to the Local Artisan Collective podcast. I am Stephanie Howerton. I'm Jenny Venegas. I'm Merle Talbot. And I'm Roxanne Vigas. We are so excited to be talking about Earth Day and all of the eco-friendly and wonderful things that we do to help our Earth. So this month, since we are going into April and it's Earth Day, we are so excited to be talking to some of our artists about the things that they do in their business to be eco-friendly um, or, you know, very nice to our Earth. <laughs> the stores always held that as an important priority, and we'll talk about some of those things during this podcast. But we're going to go ahead and go around and let everyone introduce themselves and talk a little bit about what they do for their business. So uh, Roxanne, do you want to start us out? Yeah, good morning. Uh, my name is Roxanne, and I have a business called Sago Adornment, and I create jewelry um, from a variety of different materials, sometimes wood, sometimes stone, um, and a lot of times I use reclaimed materials. I love going to the thrift store, <laughs> like, like so many of us, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually grew up going to thrift stores too, so it is a very um, natural place for me to source my materials. It always has been. Um, so that part, I have actually established that from a very young age with my grandmother. Um, and then I do textile dyeing and um, sewing and embroidery and all sorts of um, handwork. And I source a lot of those materials from secondhand shops as well. Very cool. Yeah. Earl, thank you so much, Roxy. Yeah. I'm excited to learn more about it. Uh, Earl, why don't you tell us what you do that is eco-friendly and all about your wonderful business? Yeah, I'm Earl and I uh, do leather work. Um, probably one of the funnest things that I love to do is use antique leather or leather that has, uh, in most people's minds, lost its purpose. So then it ends up in a compost pile or in a junkyard. Um, I like making bracelets um, out of uh, used leather. A lot of the purses that I've made, uh, some of the straps are actually made out of reins from a horse bridle. Ooh. You know, so, you, you know, things like that that... Um, kind of save everything uh, leather being a natural item uh, if you take care of it it goes on forever so just like uh, using antique leather and all my stuff um, I'm trying to learn other things to use too well I do use a lot of buckles and stuff um, that are uh, from mostly from uh, animal harnesses and things like that but it's a good time. I enjoy doing it. Hopefully I'm doing a little bit of good in the world. 
<laughs> you are. You're you're a very amazing man. And Renee, do you want to um, tell us who you are and what you do that's recycling? Yes. Uh, generally, I work in with metal, and special sterling silver. And some of my customers uh, bring the, the young silver, and I can teach how re recycle this silver. We can remelt it and make brand new things. Also in gold. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, coming one guy, and he bring me 150 grams in gold, uh, 14 cars gold. But most of this gold uh, had a little impurities. And I start uh, cleaning up with uh, my crucible and my torch. Mm -hmm. And I get the very wonderful gold because I clean out all impures, all minerals. And uh, now I am ready for a start made brand new things, jewelry things with gold and Colombian emeralds. So I had some students or some customers who want melting your crash silver for made brand new things. And I think this is a, a good opportunity to have the customers of my students for uh, save money and melting the things, the old chains or silver is broken. You know, silver sometimes change the color too. And uh, this is a good opportunity for uh, teach uh, how to make brand new things. Uh, <clears throat> I love teach and uh, I teach also in Weber State University for 13 years and teach private classes in the local artisan collective. Cool. I'm excited to hear some more about that. Sounds like you've had some fun things happening. Thank you. Jenny, you actually have a business too that does a little bit of some eco-friendly things also. Do you want to talk a little bit about your packaging and things like that that you do? Um, I make a detergent booster where you use a tablespoon of the booster and then you only have to use half of your regular detergent in your washing machine. And I package it in um, glass canning jars so that either the customer can reuse it later or they can return it to get a discount off uh, their next purchase. And then I wash it and sanitize it and can reuse it. That's so cool. I love that you do that with your packaging. I think that's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And it helps save on laundry detergent too. So that's awesome. That's like a yeah. win win. <laughs> right. Um, Roxanne and I actually have a business together too that we do called Rasa. Yeah, we do. We have a lot of fun. <laughs> we do. And we always work really hard to have fun and create things that are eco-friendly too. And, and in the most eco-friendly as um, ways possible. Absolutely. And eco, be, being eco-friendly can be fun. That's the part that's really cool is that it really can actually be fun to practice it too. Right. <laughs> and challenging. Sometimes um, you need a challenge to inspire you as well. Like we've been doing the dyed um, jeans mm -hmm. and, you know, good thing you and I both go to the grocery or the, not the grocery store, <laughs> the thrift store. <laughs> we go there too. <laughs> Um, but the thrift store frequently, so we can sort of check out, you know, those white jeans that are not easy to find, but yeah, we make sure to use them really well and turn them into amazing dive jeans. 
for sure. And we and we do that um, with a low impact synthetic dye too. So it's yeah, um, we're not using a ton of harsh chemicals, and we try and make it the most um, water friendly version of dyeing also. Yeah, that's been our focus um, is that low water version, which typically dyeing takes a lot of water. So it's something to consider in the whole of textile production that by the time a piece of clothing gets to you, uh, it's it's already used a lot of water in the processing. So that's why it's nice to reclaim um, some textiles from the thrift store and get something that's already in production and just remake it. For sure. And I have a business, Our Children's Earth, <laughs> that I focus on being um, as eco-friendly or nature-inspired in everything that I create also. So using a lot of uh, rocks or in my jewelry. And then I don't use epoxy or things like that that have a lot of harmful chemicals. I use a water-based multi-dimensional glue, which sounds so cool to say. <laughs> um, and like my skirts are made from old t-shirts and things like that so um yeah all those kinds of things my husband makes some lamps out of old telephones and and your recycled sweater mittens are so cool too yes, all those and things arms. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty exciting so we just kind of thought that we would open it up now where we get to ask each other questions and and I would like to highlight some of the things that the store is doing also. So um, you guys can go ahead and ask each other questions. So what does the store do in order to have a more sustainable approach to um, waste or um, chemicals, I guess? So from the very beginning, we've always had a recycle bin and then we also do glass recycling and Jenny and Renee actually take that home, which is really awesome of them. And then we also have reusable towels that we use in the store. And we, with COVID, we kind of went away from that for a little bit and we actually got some paper towels and things like that, but we have both now in the store, which is really awesome. And um, one of the other things that's important to us is that artists have the supplies that they need. So we have a lot of reusable supplies or community supplies. Like we have a community cabinet where any of the artists can come in and use anything in it. All of those kind of things. Jenny, do you want to talk about what you, the event that you put on two times a year? That's pretty awesome. Oh, sure. So twice a year we do a uh, arts and craft supply swap. It seems like everyone has stuff, supplies, goods that they were going to use, could have used, used partial, used half, and then you're like, ah, I don't know what to do with this. So you can make it to our swap, and then um, other people, you know, they can go shopping, and it's all free. And you, we have had like half used paints, we've had uh, <clears throat> partial sheets of scrapbook, we've had brand new stuff and um, everything in between. And we off, we do that every January and every June. Ooh, so we so do that twice enough. a year. Yeah, so it's gonna be coming up and kind of time to start going through your supplies and putting things in a box. And, and then monthly we have a, we host a fix it day at our shop where people can bring their 
uh, clothing to get hemmed or repaired or re-dyed. They could bring in leather purses or anything really leather um, and have it fixed and repaired. They could bring in their jewelry to have rings resized, uh, repaired, or even melted down and created, create into something different and new. Uh, we have an artist that will take your old knives that the handles have, whatever, have issues, broken, cracked, and they will put a new handle on your knives. And, and we have a, a one of our youngest artists um, has kind of like a little mobile doll hospital. You can bring your old, broken, faded, hair nasty and a gnat dolls and she will wash it up and fix the hair and sew a new outfit for the dolls you can uh, use the dolls um i think that's all our artists yes they missed anything no i think that's it but really we're always open for other stuff if you have something that you would like repaired you can bring it into our shop and we will brainstorm and see if one of our artists be like yeah i can fix that i can repair that and oftentimes we, we find solutions for that so that we can reuse things. And yeah, I'm, go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say a lot of times people contact us with excess materials and um, that's what's so great about our community. At The Collective is we are um, really good at reaching out to artists who we know might have a use for something. Um, that's always exciting when I get a message from you or Jenny that's like, hey, someone wants to donate this, do you want it? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think that's a really cool part about our little collective too is that we have this way of reaching with materials to each other and sometimes we inspire each other a lot of times in our in our group posts too just mm -hmm. our group will say hey we have this can anyone use it which is awesome it's great to not let creative materials go to waste or languish without being used that's so sad <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun when we use our imaginations too with some of the stuff that we get in. Um, for instance, the uh, journals that I made out of a gentleman's jacket. I mean, yeah. <laughs> take a jacket, make a book. I mean, right. <laughs> how, re how recycled is that? Huh? <laughs> that was such a cool project too. That was so fun to see. I, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good point is the impact that we could find something completely new that we might have never thought of unless we got that recycled material, which is a very right. important part of it too. And all of us guys work together, you know, to bring like Renee and I have worked together on pieces. Joe and I have worked on pieces, Stephanie, everybody, we've all worked on something together and it actually to me it's a, it's a magic thing to have your friends help you make something beautiful oh so true good point earl <laughs> definitely and and another thing that we have at the stores we actually have a supplies for sale section so if the artists are like okay i'm i i don't need these anymore or you know they we have a little area that you can come and find some cool supplies or for the community also. Absolutely. That's a really good point too, because sometimes when you are an artist and you're buying something, you only need like one or two of something, but you have to mm -hmm. buy a package of like <laughs> yeah. 25. And then you're like, what do I do with this? So 
let us help you figure out what to do with that. We we got you. Yes. <laughs> totally. Another cool thing. So we have Jenny has this cool little laundry um, washing machine at the store for all of our hand um, our hand towels, our fabric hand towels. And in the summer, Jenny, do you want to talk about what you do with the water? To oh, sure. So other than laundry and the restroom, uh, we don't use a whole lot of water. In the past couple of years, Utah has been in some dire issues with the drought, and it looks like it'll be happening again um, this summer. We didn't get much snow uh, this winter. Uh, so anyway, when I do the laundry and the water goes into the sink, I collect a lot of that, and then I use that to water um, our, our flowers. We have four big flower pots because I love flowers. And um, so we have the four big flower pots in front of the store, and that's the water that I use for that. And then um, I sell some spider plants, and so I use that water to uh, water my little spider plants that I do. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, kind of fun. We also, you know, we, we make, I think we all do, we make mistakes, we make copies, and the store does too. And we save those mistakes, and then we turn the backside. I usually cut them in the fourths or in the thirds and use that for scrap paper or making a list or you have to jot some notes down so that we can still use, you know, the mistakes that we have, even with our paper. And um, we don't have to use new, new, not water, new paper uh, <laughs> for those things. Mm -hmm. um, and, we use, and then after, you know, sometimes that pile gets too big. So I'll say, hey, artist, does anyone want a whole bunch of scratch paper? And and usually someone will. And we can say, hey, I need a big pile for whatever, making um, patterns for purses, making patterns for clothing, um, scratch paper at home. And we're able to um, reuse and the copy paper as well. Yeah, very cool. I was thinking about one of my very favorite as we were as you were talking about the um, the amazing community that donates things to our mm -hmm. store and one of my very favorite stories is I was at a hockey tournament for my son and I got this phone call about all of these porcelain doll parts that they wanted to donate to us and I was like I didn't know what we were going to do with them at the time you know I was like okay sure I'm sure we can figure something out with them and when she was hanging up the phone she says and i hope they don't kill anyone <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i was a little afraid then but <laughs> she's not afraid of dolls like that is a thing right? <laughs> but we really do have an awesome community that donates wonderful things to the stores and to our artists so well, I think what you did with those dolls also <laughs> re requires mention because you <laughs> really turned that cue into something really cool. <laughs> yeah, we, we do a creepy doll class every October, <laughs> which, if you know me, is like so beyond anything I would have ever thought of doing in a million years, but <laughs> it's, it's been a fun like, now. Do you feel like you've sort of conquered your fear of, of, of creepy doll? things yeah. that though like by just like fine i'm just gonna make one if you're gonna be creepy i'm just gonna make it happen <laughs> completely my sons won't even take the class i try to talk them into taking it this year and they're like no way your dolls are creepy <laughs> um, that's awesome yeah 
Earl, you have, um, you've done a lot of cool repairs with your um, people bringing in purses and you can repair even like the straps on them. Those yeah. Away. I, if the straps in reasonable shape, I can reattach them or, you know, come up with something, uh, make a new strap, you know. Um, most of the times I can come pretty close if there's a color match, things like that. So, and uh, if I take the old straps off and uh, some of the buckles and that are not what you want, you know, I put them in a pile in my drawer and uh, use them on another bag or something else. And yeah, and then I can yeah, actually, you know, if you got something that needs a snap, um, I can put a new snap on a purse bag. I could actually put a new snap on your jeans. Nice. <laughs> so if you, you know, if you've blown a snap, <laughs> that's a common thing to wear out, Earl. So that's a really good point. Is that you know, a lot of times there's a garment that's like perfectly fine everywhere yeah. else except for one crucial element which is the part that keeps it on your body yeah let me take care of you and keep you dressed yeah earl do you remember that hide that you like completely transformed i think that's one of like the most amazing things i've ever seen is like you had this hide that was like it was weathered and like I don't know if it had like salt water or something. Yeah, it it was an old hide that my cousin found in his barn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I cut some pieces out of it and made some card holders. I still have some of it out in my shed. It smells like horse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you like oil it and like recondition it so it was like yeah, again? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, yeah, it buffed up really, really good. You know, it's it's amazing how resilient that uh, leather can be with a just a little bit of moisture. Yeah. Uh, the bracelet that I always wear, um, uh, it's part of my grandpa's workhorse harness, and it's over a hundred years old, and I wear it at least three or four times a week. But when I got the piece of leather, I mean, it came complete with horse crap. <laughs> and so I put it in the sink, and that wasn't real pleasant for my wife. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, you get in with some hot water, soap, and a brush, and, and scrub it up, and uh, then do what you got to do. And, and now it just shines, and the only oils that I've ever put on it is the oil from my skin. Right. It just re, uh, you know, absorbs and and does that. In fact, I made uh, Renee a bracelet out of the same piece of leather, and rather than put a piece of ivory on like mine, he put a uh, coin. Yeah. On his, and then, so it's really fun to. I I guess I just kind of sit in a chair and stare at it for a while and let it take its own course and in my imagination to see what I can make out of it you know I have to think it through yeah that's awesome we just had a bunch of a lady that brought in a ton of jewelry that you know sometimes silver will tarnish and 
people might be tempted just to throw it away. But Renee, you can buff it and take care of it and make it look like new again for people. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, uh, also, I have uh, the experience with one uh, lady. She coming for the fixed date. And she bring a little jewelry that she get when his parents pass away. And she doesn't know what to do with this jewelry. And she bring to me a surprise. Most of the jewelry rings, dependence pendants is the 1930s and it's very valuable. So it's vintage. And she doesn't know, she won't donate. And I say, don't do that because you had the nice treasure here. And uh, she decided to keep most of the jewelry and I recite the rings and I clean up all the jewelry that she bring. And I apprise too, because I apprise jewelry too. And uh, the, this bunch, the jewelry that she bring, the 19 tourists, Art Nouveau and Art Deco, the value was around $6,000. And oh, she wow. doesn't know, she said, oh, I almost donate these treasures. I say, don't do that. This kind of jewelry, uh, the right now the jewelry don't make any more. Right. You have the treasure here. And uh, I think this is the good experience for me and for the customers. If you had a jewelry who is vintage, don't donate, bring to me and I can fix it and I can apprise. Because mm -hmm. also you can bring this one at your children too in the future. Yeah. And uh, I had a beautiful coin the my ancestors is uh, the first coin made here in America, when it's right now Dominican Republic in the fortress of Christopher Columbus. And I keep this coin and this is my treasure because my father gave me and say, don't, don't lose this coin because it's very valuable, had the historic uh, issues and, and I keep my coin. Um, yeah, also too, I had many, Customers who bring your roof uh, stones. Utah had very nice stones. We had the Utah Opal, very side. It's unique here in, in uh, Utah. It's the only place that we can find. And I had the lapidary machine, and I can uh, lapidary the roof stones and made uh, beautiful things in special pendants and bracelets. Very nice. Well, Roxy, what if we wrap up today's event talking about our yearly Earth Day event that we do? Yeah, sure. Our, Good idea. Fifth, fifth annual, I think, Earth yeah. Day. Yeah. So that's exciting. So that will be on April 16th from 12 to 2. And everyone can come and make a free um, recycled spoon planter. Yeah. Garden mistake, like a marker, yeah. like a garden yeah. marker. That's wow. not the right word. Thanks. Thanks for the saves. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, such a cute design. That's a design that you've been creating with your business for a long time, right? And yeah. you are now going to share it with the community um, so that people can build one for their own garden. Because let's be honest, there's always a lot of silverware at the thrift stores too. <laughs> and not all of it is sterling or, you know, fancy in that way. So stainless is a great thing to put outside. <laughs> sure. We have spoons or forks and they can um, put them paste some fun little designs on it and make it cute. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And it, what is the cost? Free. Free. 
free, free, free. <laughs> sustainable prices, sustainable activities. Okay. So come and have fun with us. And uh, thanks everyone for joining us tonight. Nope, today, whatever, whenever you're listening to us. Thanks for listening. It might be tonight. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, quite a bit of events and classes happening in April. So sit back and listen and hopefully you will hear about one that you're interested in and want to join us for that class. Uh, every Tuesday, Earl does his leatherworking class from one to two. Earl, tell us a little snippet about your class. Yeah, actually it's one to three, Jenny. Oh, one to three. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, it's a basic sewing class. Um, you come in and uh, you can either make a card holder to hold your business cards, driver's license. Um, uh, from start to finish, you have it done in the time period. Have a choice of some leathers that I have and teach you how to punch, cut, sew. Also, there's another item you could make if you choose to. I call it a pocket purse. And it's just a real simple fold. So put a snap on it just to put your coins or maybe some of your uh, neat trinkets that you like to have covered up in leather. Um, it's a fun time. Uh, call pretty quick. Uh, I was featured on Good Things Utah and it's advertised there too. So, and I can only use it between four and six people uh, per class. So think about it, enjoy it, and uh, look forward to seeing you maybe. Nice, always a fun class. I know people always leave with a smile as they're holding that item that they made in your classes, Earl. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, every Wednesday, Renee R. Silversmith does a jewelry making class from 10 to 12. Uh, Renee, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, this class and what people can do and the options they have? Yes, uh, the custom can make a, a bundle ring, simple bundle ring. If the custom don't have experience working in jewelry, don't worry, I can teach you specific how to make your own bundle ring. Also, I teach uh, uh, many rings with the hard spoon and uh, the jewelry making. Uh, Sunday, my custom had experience working in metal. And the idea is that uh, my student made your own design and I can teach you how to finish your, the design. Uh, also, I teach uh, copper bowls. It's a special class. It's very popular right now. All kinds of options. And you can do any of those in his Wednesday, you can do any of those in his Wednesday morning class, or you can uh, bring your own designs and he'll teach you the skills to make your own designs. Uh, for our one-time events, we're going to start right off on April 1st. April Fool's Day is always kind of a fun day. <laughs> um, at 10 o'clock in the morning and at 6.30 at night, uh, Renee will be offering his silver band ring class. Uh, you can come and make a sterling silver uh, ring. Uh, we also have that night as our Arstral, and Earl is our featured artist. Earl, you want to tell us what you'll be doing? and 
um i i hear rumors of uh, was it a giveaway or yeah 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 fun? yeah tell us oh i i generally just work on a project i'll probably be working on maybe my grandson's duffel bag something like that just show you what i do and have some of my stuff on display uh yeah anybody that comes by and you're more than welcome to have a free key fob uh made out of leather and uh, they'll last forever and just come on over and visit you can have one in fact right now i've been putting them together so lots oh, of fun wow. colors so thanks nice yeah that'll be fun um and one of the things i love about our art show is it's maybe not the biggest event in town but it's a very intimate experience you can come and talk and get to know the various artists who are doing demos and who are doing the featured or the classes and all that good stuff. Um, also that night, Stephanie, you're doing marbling and egg. Um, tell us about that. Yeah, you can come and uh, marble an egg. It's a, like a paper mache egg and you can uh, learn how to marble. It's only $4.99. Uh, you can also come and do a bead for free. So if you just wanna dip your toes or your fingers in the marble <laughs> you can come and do a, a little bead for free and there's a ton of other fun things happening that night too uh, steve stones will be there doing a demo and uh, jana from from falcon craft will be there she's going to be doing buttons so you can come and make your own button and julia baldwin uh, one of our authors will be there and, and her whole book is about helping you get out of creative slumps so that's super exciting so it'll be a really fun, fun-filled night. It will be. And if you can't come join us um, in person, we do have some activities online. Uh, Bernadine Witten from Our Earthly Treasures will be doing a demo of the Cellini Spiral Stitch, which is kind of a tricky tongue thing. But <laughs> she will make it look so easy, and it's always fun to watch her do her uh, demos. Uh, Stephanie, you and your husband, We'll be doing a silk screening demo yeah. and one of our painters, Steve Stones, uh, in addition to being in store, he's also doing an online demonstration, demonstrating a collage and acrylic mi mixed media painting. So even if you are in Siberia or Timbuktu or wherever, <laughs> you can join us for Art Show and some of our events. Um, moving on to next week. Um, on Thursday, the 7th, our watercolorist, Heather Misante, will be doing a beginning watercolor class, and that's at 6.30. She holds these every second Thursday of the month. Uh, on the 9th is our fix-it day that we mentioned earlier in our podcast, and in addition to all the fun things we mentioned earlier, we have a dye day, and Roxy or Stephanie, will you tell us about the color of the month? and options for doing your dye day. Yeah, it's gonna be so exciting because we're using natural indigo. So some people might go, what, natural? Isn't all dye natural? The answer is no. Most <laughs> of the dye in our world today is synthetic. Um, so if you are interested in time traveling back 150 years <laughs> to when people used minerals and plants and insects for dye, um, you can come get your um, get your item and you can use an item that you have yourself and I think Stephanie and I also have a few that you can buy from us if you if you can't find an item at the thrift store. 
Um, so indigo is really special because it's not like other dyes. Um, you actually create a vat, which sounds kind of crazy as well, but you basically, it's a, it's a dye from a plant and there's a number of different indigo plants and it requires a special chemistry in order for the dye to work. So it has to be very alkaline. So um, the vat itself is going to be an organic vat that's reduced with fructose and uh, lime. So it'll be really fun, especially if you're interested in plant dye but have never tried it before. This is an excellent opportunity to do so. Oh, thank you. And then after um, our fix it and the dye activity, uh, Stephanie will be marbling a silk scarf class. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. So we have a huge tray that my husband made for me because they're so hard to find in marbling and you get to come and um, put the Dynafol, the paint on top of the sides, which is like the water substance and uh, make beautiful designs in it. And then we'll help you lay the scarf on it and it pulls up all the beautiful colors and designs and you walk away with a beautiful functional piece of art. Oh, thank you for that description. Uh, that night, uh, Renee will be teaching his upcycled silver spoon ring where he takes the old sterling silver spoons and forks and you can turn those into uh, beautiful rings. Uh, he also is doing his copper bowl class where you take a square piece of copper and you turn that into the bowl. Uh, this class is already full, but there are openings for the uh, May class. I would say sign up quick because that class sells out quick. It does. It has been, um, it used to be the uh, sterling silver ring classes are best seller and sold out fast. And I guess everyone in Ogden has a ring now because the bold class is the one that sells out uh, fast. Um, see the next class I'm on Friday, sorry, Saturday the 16th. No, sorry, wrong day. Friday, yes, Friday the 15th at 10 o'clock in the morning. Renee will be teaching a silver cuff bracelet class. This is at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, he used to just do classes Wednesday morning and then on occasion Friday and Saturday night. But now he's doing classes every Friday morning to rotate through. So silver cuff class on Friday the 15th. Then on the 16th, like was mentioned before, is Stephanie and Roxy's create a recycled plant stake at the fifth annual free Earth Day event. Do you want to add anything else to that activity? Just come join us for fun and celebrating the Earth. But <clears throat> that works. Uh, coming up next, um, on the 22nd, so again on a Friday morning, is our Copper Bowl class. And this one still has openings. So if you can't um, come on a Saturday night when we offer the other ones, we still have openings for the Friday morning class. And as I scroll through the calendar, uh, on the Friday the 29th um, at 10 o'clock in the morning uh, is the silver ring class with Renee. Then at five o'clock, we have our beginning adult Zentangle art taught by one of our newer artists, the store Rose. 
I will, oh. I want to interject here. I just took that class. Yes. My husband and I just took it and it was so much fun. It was relaxing and just kind of meditative almost. Like you just kind of go with the flow and, yeah. and she's really good at like giving you like even like templates so you don't get stuck in your brain of like, I have to make this perfect circle or I have right. to make it this way. But she makes the whole process so easy and we just had a fabulous time on our date. So highly oh. recommend that class too. Wonderful. Well, the 29th though, Stephanie is full, uh, but she will be offering this class again in May or June and you can look for upcoming classes. And that is the end of our events and classes for April. Hope you can join us for one of them or more. Yeah, more every day. like to get up and do a little happy dance for all the amazing people that support us on patreon and this month is no different our supporters totally rock and we love them all so if you're looking at cool places to go and spend your money here are some of our recommendations grounds for coffee on 25th street grounds for coffee on harrison boulevard <clears throat> both are delicious uh, galleons gold jewelry awesome jewelry our earthly treasures Jan Harris Smith Studio, Rivali's, delicious place to eat, beautiful jewelry before. It's like a win-win. You can just like spend the whole day going to all of our Patreon people. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> looking for a new house, the elements of real estate. Ashley's fantastic. Taboo Pizza, mm-hmm, yep, delicious. Lavender Vinyl, good music. I mean, we're on a roll. Like our, our Patreon yes. people just rock. They do. Uh, <laughs> you want to get some cool felted, items crema with christina christina charbonneau get some cool jewelry um cool clothes you know all the things jute by genie and creativity connect so we on top of that not only is that enough of like being cool people that support us are also judy delong joanna megan marks Debbie, Margie and Fred, Matthew and Christina, and Megan Rain. So thank you all very much for all of your support and helping our podcast continue and supporting our store. Thank you. And if you are interested in being one of our Patreons, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the local arson collective and check out the different options as well as our various thank you gifts that we give for uh, donating in addition to the shout out that Stephanie does every month with our podcast. Uh, in addition to Patreon, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and of course we have our own website where you can go to www.localartisancollective.com. There you can find past versions of our podcast to listen to them. You can find bios of our artists to get to know our artists better. You can shop online. You can register for your classes. If you're interested in joining our shop, you can, and, and sell your art with us, you can find uh, the agreements there and the logistics and all that good stuff um, about our store. Uh, we thank you very much for joining us today and hope you had a great listen and we will talk to you next month. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>